Welcome to episode one of the Hockey Betting Report podcast. This episode is being recorded on Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. So just some housekeeping to kick things off. As we head towards opening night, I'll be posting one team preview per day, and I'll be running them in alphabetical order starting today with the Anaheim Ducks. Um, That will lead up to the start of the season, and on October 11th, will be the first daily odds report podcast, and I'll continue that format until the end of the regular season. So let's kick things off here with the Anaheim Ducks preview. So the Ducks finished the shortened 56-game season last year with 43 points, good enough for 30th overall in the league, only better than the lowly Buffalo Sabres. Uh, if we prorate that point total over 82 games, it takes them to 63 points. Their over-under total for this upcoming season is currently listed at 70.5 points at Bet Online, And the Ducks are a team that did not make a lot of changes in the offseason. So out are backup goalie Ryan Miller, defenseman Hayden Fleury, and winger Danton Heinen. Uh, the Ducks required quiet and free agency, and the only significant additions to their roster will be via promotion. So we should see a full season of top prospects Trevor Zegras and Jamie Drysdale. And Anthony Stollers is being the likely replacement for Ryan Miller as John Gibson's backup. Last year truly was a dreadful season for the Ducks. And with little change to the roster, is there really any reason for optimism with this team? Well, the Ducks do return a pretty solid blue line that missed two of its main components for most of most of the season last year due to injury, Hampus Lindholm and Josh Manson. So they'll be coming into the season with a defense group of Lindholm, Manson, Cam Fowler, Drysdale, and Kevin Chattenkirk, and Jacob Larson. I think that's a pretty good group of six for a team that's pegged to be one of the worst in the league. And if you pair that up with John Gibson and goal, it should be a team that keeps them competitive. Where I expect the Ducks to struggle is in the goal scoring department. The Ducks were the lowest scoring team in the league last year with 126 goals, one less than the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the Ducks do have some bright young forwards to go along with Trevor Zegras that could potentially take a leap offensively. Max Comtois scored 16 goals and 33 points last year to lead the Ducks in scoring in his first full year. And Troy Terry looks like he can improve on his 20 points in 48 games last season. But for the Ducks to return to playoff contention, they'll need their veterans Ryan Geslap. Ricard Raquel, Jakob Silverberg, and Adam Henrique to restore some of the glory of past seasons. And that might be too much to ask for at this point in their careers. The Ducks did make some significant changes behind the bench, adding two new assistant coaches to Dallas Seacon staff. Former Calgary head coach Jeff Ward and former Canucks assistant Newell Brown will try to improve a team that ranked dead last in power play percentage and 16th in penalty kill. Upgrading the power play will go a long way to help improve their offensive output. So when I look at the point total of 70.5 and I consider the reasons to go under, the obvious argument is that they played at a 63-point pace last season and are coming back with essentially the same roster. So how is that team going to add another eight points to overcome this total? So while that is true, we're also looking at a team that played at a 77-point pace in the COVID-shortened season two years ago and is building around a number of young players that should show improvement this season. When I think about a range of outcomes for the Ducks, I would put their floor at last season's total of 63 points. 
but I think their ceiling is somewhere in the 80 to 85 point range. I don't think this is a playoff team, but I think there are a number of players that could experience some positive variance this season, whether it's young players having a breakout or a veteran having a bounce back year. I would still be nervous about playing on a season-long prop as they are likely to be a playoff, likely not to be a playoff team, and could sell off some of their veterans during the season to continue on their rebuilding path. However, I think we can take advantage of them early in the season as the totals market is pricing them close to the Sabres and Coyotes, which I think is off. Now that's all for today. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. And if you can, please share and leave a review. You can follow me on Twitter at HockeyBetReport to join in on the conversation. I'll be back tomorrow with a preview of the Arizona Coyotes. See you soon.